Mike, why do we have this? Welcome, thank you so much for coming out. I know you could be anywhere, be anywhere in the world right now, but you are here with us and we are really excited to have you. Um, how many of you have heard the podcast before? One of you, great. Well, now the rest of you are gonna hear it for the first time. What we do on the show uh, is the same thing we do on the podcast, have a lot of fun uh, and cover a bunch of topics. So we're just gonna jump right into it. I have a huge panel with me tonight um, of a bunch of my friends from the industry. So I'm just gonna get started and introduce them, okay? Let's get started. All right, so first up is Matthew Cherry. He is a writer, director. He's currently working for Monkey Paw Productions, which is Jordan Peele's company. And he recently directed Chloe and Hallie's Warrior music video for uh, the new movie, A Wrinkle in Time. Please welcome Matthew Cherry. I'm not going to get up for all you people. This skirt doesn't work but one time, all right? Um, all right, that is Matthew Cherry, everybody. Our next podcast guest is the amazing comedian, writer, actor. You've seen him on Superior Donuts and CBS, and he is in the new movie, Sorry to Bother You, coming out in July. Give it up for Jermaine Fowler, everybody. Yay, sit anywhere. Anywhere, anywhere that looks good. What up, y'all? I couldn't see you in that camo jacket for a second. You were hidden. Um, it's working. It's working. All right. Our next podcast guest is just an amazing woman. I've known her for 75 years. She is a writer, a comedian, and she is one of the stars, other than the host himself, of Late Night with Seth Meyers. Please give it up for Amber Ruffin. Yes. Yes, queen. And our, our another, this, this lady coming out now, she is the creator of the hashtag Oscar So White. She is a fantastic woman, spirit, amazing person. She's gonna have a lot of amazing things to say. Please give it up for April Rain, everybody. Yeah. All right, that's all of us, right? All right, guys, so what we do with the podcast first is we like to do a little recap of last week's The Rundown with Robin Thede. You know, a lot of The Rundown last week we spent talking about Mr. Donald J. Trump. Have you heard of him? Yeah. No? Sounds like a I'll, I'll refresh your memory. He's the current president being sued by a porn star, Stormy Daniels. <laughs> Does that help jog your memories? Listen, I just, I don't want to get into this too much. I just want to know, like, do we think that this could be the undoing of Donald Trump as president? Oh, man. Uh, if the racism and uh, yeah. <laughs> if that's not going to do it, I doubt Stormy will. Yeah. Um, but who knows? White women done a lot this, uh, this last year. So maybe this, that might be it. Oh. Maybe this white lady might be the key <laughs> right. to taking down Donald Trump, man. It's, uh, it's working so far. Okay. All right. What I, do you guys think? I really think it's going to be the money. Um, yeah. You know, the same way it was about Al Capone, it wasn't about all of the evil, evil things he did. It was his income tax returns that brought him down. I think with Donald Trump, I think Mueller is following the money, and that's when it, what's going to be his final undoing. Oh, his taxes. Something. Not something. the hundred, not the $130,000 to Stormy. Or the business relations <laughs> that he's doing. Something. Oh, okay. Okay. All right. Any thoughts? I think he will go down as soon as they are tired of him. 
Who's they? The rest of the Republicans. Okay. As soon as they turn on him, then they'll go, uh, yeah, the prostitute thing. Or yeah, whatever. Uh, and they'll just many. pick one of the many things that he could be impeached <laughs> yep. for. Yep. Right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I think the midterm elections is going to be when the tide turns. You know, yeah. if we win some seats back. You yeah. We'll get some Democrats in, Yo, in power. There are 523 black women running for public office yeah. in this in this upcoming election. Yeah. You know that? 523. That's way more. That's more than Spellman. That's more than. No, I don't know. <laughs> Sorry. And also, don't bump the table like I've been doing because I'm violent and aggressive. Um, yeah, I'm excited about that. We're doing some research on that for the show now just to talk about all these women who are running at all these different levels. So it'll be exciting to see. Uh, <laughs> Amber, Amber just did a Jack A. Harry. Some of you. Oh, we'll see what Trump does. I don't know. <laughs> Roger. <laughs> oh, Mueller. Okay, we'll get it. All right. Um, last week on the show, too, we did a piece. We did a piece called "Racist Things." So, have any of you seen the show "Stranger Things" on Netflix? And if you know that show, um, the premise is that a little uh, otherworldly white girl saves her community from a monster. And so we using thought, her using her mind, so we thought, what if a little black girl saves the world from racism using her mind? Uh, so <laughs> her name is 29, and the joke is that they keep cracking on her and saying, you sure you look more like 35? <laughs> but uh, <laughs> did anybody see it? Clap if you saw it. Anybody? Yeah. Okay, great. So it's a fun sketch. Did you guys did you guys think that that could be what if that was possible? What if 29 were really real? Do you think that would help fix the world in some way? It probably fix a lot of cities. Yeah. Uh, you just got to start with Detroit. Like, <laughs> right, right. You start small. Boston. I think we can start with Boston. Start probably. with Boston, St. Louis. <laughs> you start there and we see how it goes. 58 for Boston. Yeah. <laughs> 29 for Boston. Right, right. One of the funnest things for the funnest, because that's a word, uh, things in that, in that sketch for me was just like watching people react to the really short haircut that I had to do. You know, Like that was the most disturbing thing. Not the fact that I was like mind controlling people and had blood gushing out of my nose. It was just like the hair, though. Because a woman is nothing if she's not judged by her hair. Um, so that's a little quick recap uh, of last week's show. And now I just want to jump into the news because there is so much much going on. And I think for me, the thing that I know April's really excited about this, as we all are, Black Panther just hit a billion dollars today. We won. We did it. We did it. Um, for those of you who don't know how this works, we all now get reparations from that billion. We split it equally amongst us. Um, I saw it five times, so I feel like I deserve part of it. How many, April, I know you saw it probably 17 no, times. No, I, I've only seen it three, but I will be yeah. seeing it while I'm here in Austin. There you go. Six. There you go. Can Six. I go with you? Can yeah. I go with you? Nice. I'm going with Six. you. Six. Yeah. Two, I suck. Only two. I don't know. Yeah, you can't come to the cookout. No, no. Oh, no. I don't I make the rules, no. however. It's at, at least, least three. It's at least three. <laughs> it's at least three. It's at least three. <laughs> there, it's posted outside the theater. It's like you they, you have to turn in your There's ticket. A memo. There's a memo. Oh, you know what? You changed your email, didn't you? You changed your email. She's not I will say this. In order to see Black Panther, I was in Australia. Oh, that's right. And in order to see it, I had to murder several people. <laughs> and it got to the point where my husband, it was me, my husband, and the lady, you know, who runs you around from set to set. And he's going, maybe you should just see it at a different time. <laughs> I said, I angrily yelled, 
if I could throw you out of this car, <laughs> get me to see Black Panther right now, I would do it. My mind. But we got there just in time. It was so good. The so Wakanda good. delegation will take this under advisement. Yes, <laughs> That's, it's pretty extreme. I feel like she should get credit for that. Yeah. Um, do we think so? What do you think this phenomenon was about? Right? Like it seemed like everybody, and not obviously not just black people, but it did seem like black people led the social media movement to to see this film. Why is it so important? I mean, I, I just think, you know, obviously representation matters. That's like a, a canned thing to say. But, um, you know, I think just the timing was perfect. You know, it's kind of like I think the similar energy that you saw around Obama being elected in the office. And it's kind of like the first one. And it's, it's really hype. Obviously, we've had superhero movies in the past, but this was like the first one on like that Marvel multi, you know, million dollar scale. And I just think that combined with who Ryan Coogler is as a director. Yes. With, um, who the cast was, and just it, it, it just it was just a perfect storm. You know? I, uh, I'm I'm with you, man. I I grew up in the '90s, man. And <laughs> we had white man. I, yeah, media man was like my shit. Meteor man. man. The golden lord. <laughs> yes, meteor man. The golden lord. Right. The go. That's that's the fucking Yo. shit, man. That was my fucking movie, and like I had the to wait. Special effects were really bad. If you go back, they to were. It now. And Bill Cosby's in it, but hey. it was like. It was also like really like I just miss um it's true. Uh but I really like just missed watching like like black superhero yeah. shit and right. uh, yeah. I had to wait 20 wait what was what was that like 94 that came yeah, out? Yeah. yeah. Like, Damn, that was a while. And then Blank Man came out the very next year. Oh, oh yeah. Man. See? Yo, if it weren't for the Wayanses, we wouldn't have any superhero movie. <laughs> Literally. And Shaft. <laughs> and Shaft. <laughs> Shaft is a superhero. I don't yeah, know what before about. Shaft was uh, what, uh, Foxy Brown. Yeah. Oh, Blade. Blade. I love yeah, Blade. Blade was huge, but like it was so increment. Like it just so it just happened so like every yeah, so ten much years. Like yeah, them. right. Yeah. So this just happened perfectly. I love how we don't count Terrence Howard now. Iron Man at all. <laughs> Why do oh, we count? I don't. I don't even think he counts. <laughs> Because I did that. What about Don Cheadle? No. Yes, yes, yes. yes. Don Cheadle counts. We give him. Yeah, yeah. But he didn't have his own movie, though. Yeah. What about Halle Berry, Catwoman? Nah, that don't count. We're not doing it. That don't count. We're not doing it. She did have Catwoman. That was bad. We're not doing it. We're not doing it. But this is exactly what I'm talking about. Like, we get behind certain movies, but not behind others. What do you think? What's the criteria? Quality. Right. It's got to be good. But black people support bad shit, too. Like, it don't matter. Like, we won't admit that it's bad. Right. But this is actually, like, you know what I mean? Right. They made a second boo. Movie, yeah, yeah, like yeah, <laughs> Medea Halloween, <laughs> Boo Two, <laughs> yeah. It don't. <laughs> Not hating, but I'm just saying. Just, we'll support. Yeah. We'll support, man. I think, <laughs> you I know think the first one was was. You know why the first one happened, right? In the movie Top Five, Chris Rock, who's executive producer of our show, made a joke, and there was a fake poster for Boo, a Medea Halloween, and Tyler Perry was oh. like, "I should make that," <laughs> and then they made a sequel. Wow. Yeah. That's but crazy. he made good money, though. He sure did. And the first one had a couple of funny moments, I got to say. She said a couple of It did. <laughs> had a couple of funny moments. What about the it's, second one? I didn't see it. You, you tapped out. I can't after. speak for it. <laughs> you said. can't speak for it. It might have been great. Might have been great. Anybody see it? All right, let's move on. Hey, I'm going to move right you along. you guys at home, everyone raise their hand. Yeah. <laughs> I might be making it up. There may not even be a sequel. Okay. Um, all right, so as we know, Wrinkle in Time came out yesterday. Woo, woo, woo. So, all right, not as much enthusiasm. All right, well, I'm excited about it. And I think, you know, this is based on a book. Um, Black Panther was based on a comic. Do you think that we are more tied to literary-based 
projects or is it really just about who's doing it who's hot right now I think the industry is just tied to literary based projects mm -hmm. you know I think once they've if, you know, find out that there's material for something, they can always build off of that and just cast around it. Seems easier these days to reimagine and re sort of just work already established material. Mm. And that, I think that's why we also see so many reboots on TV now. It's like, oh, why right. are we bringing back One Day at a Time and right. and, and, so, and so many others instead? Of, I mean, but there's so many talented people from marginalized communities that have original ideas. Absolutely. And, and so that bothers me a little bit. Mm -hmm. Are you here for a Martin reboot? Yes. Oh! No. I by am. round of applause, who's here for one? No. Only. Okay, all right, who's not? There's no Tommy. I get I'm a split. it. I'm, I'm, I'm a split. split too. I'm with you too. There's no the Tommy. Reason why. <laughs> There's no Tommy. That's true. Oh, there is no Tommy. Tommy Rest away. in peace. Tommy passed away. That's why I wouldn't want it either. I know. That's hard. Yeah, man. That's hard. I, I guess All not. All right. Well, man. that got sad. Yeah, it did. I don't think. Let's get look, out of here, y'all. But look. <laughs> I mean, I, I think an approach that you can take to it is like, look at what Ryan Coogler did with Creed, right? right. So like, he took an old franchise and he put new energy into it. Like, yeah. I saw somebody tweet this idea of like a Fresh Prince of Bel Air reboot, where like, what if like Jaden moves to Philly? Like, Jaden plays the son and he moves to Philly, and like he's dealing with like the privilege of like being rich in a, you know, in, in that kind of neighborhood. So you know, just like I think a, a fresh idea like that could potentially work, but just like I heard a different one. Okay. So the one I heard was, I think they said this on the read, actually, I think uh, this was Kid Fury's theory, that Jeffrey's granddaughter from London oh. moves to Bel Air. I like it. And Hillary, who has her nationally syndicated talk show now, uh, takes her in mm. and I'm, raises her. And then, like, everybody else kind of comes through as guest stars. I liked I that. Yeah, yeah. Because, no, yeah I want to see what, like, grown ass Hillary Banks looks like. She, and Jeffrey's granddaughter, I, right. who you don't know anything about, she could be young and. You know, wild or whatever. I, I was into that. That I'm felt fresh to me. And Jeffrey was like, uh, he was he was funny. Like, yeah, one of the best parts he of that damn so show. He was so good. Because yeah. because James Avery is gone. Yep. Yeah. So you don't want to get yep. into that. You want to yeah. start a whole new. That's why the the, the, the that's so Raven reboot I think worked. Mm -hmm. Or how right? about because Vin it feels different. I don't know. I've never seen it actually. Oh, I just hear people say it. Did. <laughs> what? Remember remember that episode when uh, Will Will's dad came back? Yes. Why you don't me no more? One of the best scenes. I've ever we, seen him. We life. play that clip on the show all you, the time. We reference it. We reference it no fewer than three. I times. go to bed to it. Like before I, I go to bed, say <laughs> that and go piss me right out. So cozy. Is it new Aunt Viv or old Aunt Viv? Oh. I, and I, thank you for not separating them by their color. Yeah. I appreciate that. Yeah. yeah. I think we, you old know, Aunt Viv ain't fucking with it. No. She, no. Well, but no. If you pay separate. her, she's definitely yeah. fucking with it. All she wants is her money. Okay. That was why she left in the first place. Uh, mm. All those, she wants uh, is her money. Is that Facebook it? Facebook videos, though. She yeah. Here's the thing. Let me tell you something. If old Aunt Viv gets a check and they're like, "We're paying you six figures an episode," you think she gonna turn it down? I do not. The she gonna put a, she gonna put on that leotard and do that uh, dance Woo! routine. <laughs> Woo! Uh, and I'll be here for it. Get them both on there. Oh, wow. Why not? <laughs> Damn. You know, because here's that time space well, continuum, though. I, I think you do. How do you explain black Justin Bieber on Atlanta? You just don't. That was, right. That's I the space you, we're in. I think you, know? you have old on Viv and new on Viv uh, just share scenes. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, like one goes in the kitchen and then they and, cut and then you. the second yeah. one comes out. <laughs> That's the only I way you do it. You, you help both fans out. You know what I mean? Right. Like, hey, everybody yeah. gets a little something. Everybody's <laughs> <got> something. Everybody's <laughs> something. <laughs>
That kitchen swinging door would be really busy. <laughs> All right. Well, and then we obviously had Get Out, which Ooh. was my favorite movie of the last year, hands down. Uh-huh. I mean, I don't compare it to like Black Panther because you can't. But um, obviously, Jordan Peele won Best Screenplay. Yeah. Um, Daniel Kaluuya won Best No Makeup Transfer. Um, <laughs> if you haven't seen the video well, they, of him, they don't know. They don't was know. He Yes, he was makeup? wearing yes. Fenty Pro Filter makeup, and he hugged Jordan. P.S. Men in Hollywood wear makeup. Amber, you work on television. I wear makeup. What? You don't know this? No. Jermaine is in a full beat right now. You look so beautiful. It's not. It's not my real beard. <laughs> Especially it's a Fenty. Makeup. It's a yeah. Fenty beard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I have makeup over mine. Because um, that hug no, was so the deep. hug was so deep, and Jordan had on a white. Talks, yeah. no transfer. Yep. It was the best advertising, yep. authentic advertising I've ever seen. And that's Rihanna's uh, makeup company. Yes. Right? Shout was, out to was, Riri. Mm-hmm. She that's doing good. it. She doing it. I got mm-hmm. on Fenty lipstick right now. Send me some. Um, <laughs> but yeah. It's a podcast, Robin. I, listen, <laughs> I blog it every, our makeup artist tags Fenty in everything. <laughs> everything. She's like, look, more makeup by Fenty. <laughs> I'm wearing Versace. Send me Versace. Right. They're like, oh, they're like, that's cute. Everyone's wearing Fenty. You can keep purchasing it. Um, <laughs> no, but but the thing about Get Out that I love, so I'm going to say something that may feel controversial or it may not, but Get Out was not only the best movie of last calendar year, it is in my top, I'd put it in my top eight movies of all time, well, if not the top five. That's not controversial. It, it, I think it is kind of controversial because I think people feel like you can't do that with a new movie and you can't like, nah, you know, how are you going to put it against Casablanca? And I'm like, oh, please. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> I, it's literally, I would it's, say it's in my top five. I think it's incredible. Feel. It's all about you feel, man. Yeah. It makes you feel, if you can keep watching that, if you can watch that joint, over Every and week, over. Like, like coming to America, anytime it's on, word, I watch it. Period. Word. Period. I mean, word. look. That shit comes on TBS, I'm watching Coming to America. Yeah, Every time yeah. Plans canceled. <laughs> and, and, and look, and, and you got to think about the whole co- the pop culture phenomenon. There was a Get Out Challenge, the yeah. second mm-hmm. place. Um, you know, like there's so many things from like just was the, it get out challenge when people were running? Yeah. Oh yeah. man, and making sharp rights. Yeah. <laughs> and now we're calling all white men colonizers. Why do we do this? <laughs> Why do we do this? <laughs> no, no, no. I love it. I love it. But, but I mean, get out is already being taught in colleges and universities. Yes. And so there, there's something about the cultural phenomenon that brought that through, and the fact that you can watch it multiple times and each line of dialogue yeah. is so smart that you're getting something from it. and it's like oh that's when all when all the cars came in the, it looked like a funeral procession right. because yeah. he was being bought and he was Correct. eventually going to be killed I mean all mm-hmm. those little easter eggs were yeah. really yeah. really yeah. smart did y'all pick that, the cotton in the chair yes yeah. the only way to save movie? himself was to pick yeah. cotton <laughs> <laughs> well you know the movie okay, so good I think people yeah. really connected with it because yeah. they are uh, white people are inching towards, they are getting a taste for putting themselves in our shoes. Mm-hmm. And I think that activism has done that for, uh, no, I'm not saying every white person, and I'm not saying they're out to save us, but I'm saying they're going, oh my God, this experience. Right. And now they got a tiny taste of it, and they're like, well, what the hell else is there? Mm-hmm. And when, then we were like Black Panther, and they were like, okay, we will mm-hmm. also see yeah, that. Yeah. And I think now, before it was, uh, I'm not saying they weren't discouraged 
to put themselves in our shoes, but they kind of were. Yeah, <laughs> I think know, you're right. Yeah. I just feel like Get Out took a, took a while to get made. Um, Jordan had that idea for a while, mm-hmm. and it, the payoff was perfect. So the fact that it's your favorite movie, I'm pretty sure he's very flattered by it. It took a while for that shit to get made. So you good, man. Mm-hmm. I, I'm with you on that shit. That yeah. Top five. Would you yeah. put it in your top five? I put. I have a weird top five though. Tell it. Tell it. All right. We should all do it. All right. Cool. Uh, my favorite comedy is Deuce Bigelow. Like it's my favorite wow. comedy. All right. <laughs> uh, let's move on to someone else. Um, there it is. No, that's fair. That's fair. Okay, that's True. fair. It's bad, but it's fair. What are your other ones? It's a bad movie. Uh, yeah. Number two, let's see. Uh, I like Desperado. Okay, that's okay. I really like that fucking movie. Okay. Uh, number three, uh, I can't choose between trading places and coming to America. Then don't. They can be your three and four. Nah. No. Coming to America. Okay, all right. And number, where am I, where am I now? You're four? at three, so four. You're I'm on three. four. I'm on You're four. On four. Ah, uh, shit. Even though there aren't any real black people together. in this movie, I'll like. They I was, but you don't have to. It's not top five black No, movies. no, it's for me. It made, I was so mad when I found out Lion King didn't have any uh, black people in it. Like, when I found out. What do you out, mean? Whoopi Goldberg? She was in it, but like, I'm talking about like the main, like, oh, uh, James Earl James Jones. Earl Jones. Young Jason Oscar, Weaver, like, though, played Young Simba. Yeah. Jason Weaver, he did. Simba. Yeah, there was black people Simba in there. He was the singer, right? And he wasn't the voice? Right. Right. Oh, no, so he was a singer, but the voice voice right. wasn't was it, the actor. Was it was weird. It was like when I found out Darth Vader wasn't black either. Uh, wasn't that James Earl Jones too? His voice his was, voice, but he took but off his, his mask. It was a white guy. And I was like, no! I was so <laughs> mad. Why the fuck they stopped there? <laughs> when you mad? I was pissed off. It was weird. All right, I guess uh, number five. So many movies don't have black people. You can't be mad every time. No, I was mad. That that one made me pissed. Okay, all right. Because it was a bait and switch. I get yeah, it. Yeah, I was like, right, okay, so did cool. did you say four? It's going to be James Earl Jones. No, no, nope. Just, nope. It it's not. Random homeless guy. Yeah. All right. Random uh, guy. Number five would probably be uh, Baby's Kids. Okay. Oh, All right. Shit. So did Get Out make it in that list? <laughs> nah. Okay. Nah, it did. But I'm saying for you, it's uh, interesting. It didn't. It, it didn't. It didn't for me. Uh, All right. All right. It's a wide Eclectic. All right. Let's let's. Uh, who wants to go next? Who's got their top five? I got it. I got it. All right, April. Okay, so for me. Um, Godfather one and two. One and two. One and two. This, this is in no order. This is in no order. Okay. Godfather one and two. Okay. Black Panther. Wow. Get out. Yep. And the usual suspects. Mm. Fuck Kevin Spacey. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Yep, that's fair. But, but, uh, wait. <laughs> so you don't like Kevin Spacey? I but, don't like what Kevin Spacey did to young boys. Of course. Okay. But that last scene in that movie, can you can you separate the character from right, the actor? So, so, yeah, yeah. So, so we, can, we, can, we can have that, that discussion about <laughs> the distinction between the art and the artist because I right. know some folks who still step in the name of love. Uh-oh. Right. Oh. Can you step in the name of love when it so, comes on in a party? You know, so I mean, but, but all, all your faves are problematic in one way or another, except yeah. Beyonce, who is perfect. Yeah, she's so, perfect. Duh. So, we'll see. I mean, it's. But there's. Yeah. <laughs> How dare you? Beehive, beehive, beehive. Yeah, exactly. You're about to go out like Candyman. Just like that, Jermaine was dead. (laughs) All right, all right, Matthew. Oh, top five? Top five. Um, yeah, you know, I like indie movies, man. So I, I have uh, He's Medicine... He's like Amelie. No, I have, no, I have, uh, <laughs> I have uh, Medicine for Melancholy, Barry Jenkins' first movie. Oh, that's a great movie. Um, I have um, Have Plenty. Oh. Um, I have uh, Love and Basketball. Mm. Come on, Gina. Come on, Gina. Um, <laughs> I have uh, Barry Gordy's Last Dragon. Yeah. Yay! You woke him up. You woke that dude up. He was asleep. <laughs> 
Oh shit! <laughs> I've been waiting for a last dragon reference. He's, I've been he, waiting. He didn't say shit all day. He didn't say shit all day. <laughs> That's yeah. what I came for. Very good. <laughs> <laughs> You're around Why did he leave? He's gone. Come back. Don't leave. Don't leave. Don't leave. No. And and, and get out. There you go. There you go. It's a good top five. Amber Ruffin, let's do it. Um, friggin' two of the shits you said. Um, loving basketball every time it comes on. Yeah. Very last drop. (laughs) And then, uh, definitely the last dragon. Um, uh, get out. Um, friggin' Black Panther. Mm. And um, oh shit. It's How okay. did I forget it? It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. It's an older new. You got to get back to me. Okay, we'll come, come back. We'll come middle. back. Space I got to get my top five. Space Jam, definitely. Space Jam. All right, mine's really eclectic. Mine's very eclectic. Coming to America, hands down. Boomerang. Oh, yeah. Oh. Get out. And then the last two are weird. Uh, Blazing Saddles and The Wizard of Oz. Which one? The Wiz Wiz or The Wizard of Oz? No, The Wizard of Oz. Sorry. Don't take my black card. Let me tell you why. Let me tell you why. I love The Wiz. April's leaning away from me. Let me preference. The Wiz has iconic scenes. Iconic scenes that I know note for note, dance move for dance move. And then in between those scenes, there are some very bad scenes. Quite Some a very, very <laughs> terrible scenes. <Yeah>. Blasphemy. <laughs> there really are, and if you rewatch it, you know what I'm talking Robin. about. Robin, there are. I mean, so if they're not singing, it's kind of it's a little cringy. But don't bring me no bad news when they start saying what the color of the day is. When I mean home, come on, please, anything with Mike. But you know, it's it's, it's 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 up there. But but the Wizard of Oz is classic. It is classic. It is classic. I got to say. Strong disagree. Strong disagree. I'm very good. I'm rewriting uh, The Wiz. Thank you. Thank you very much, Amber Ruffin. <laughs> Back out on tour. Excellent. Giving that shit an update. But you're about to love everything that comes in between the scenes. Thank you. Thank you. But The Wiz would be like in my top like 12. You know what I mean? But it's not in my top, top five. 12. I am writing it. Me just 12. Top 12 means That's 12. That's hilarious yeah. that you would say that. There's some, you know what I'm talking about. Top 10's easier, some, man. There's some bad acting. Oh, Dream Girls. There Dream it is. Girls. That's oh, funny. very good. Dream Girls. Eddie and Jennifer Hudson made that movie for me, man. Yeah. The I new would, one, yeah. The Dream Girls, right? Yeah. Jennifer Hudson, Eddie yeah. Murphy, that's, that was my two favorite parts. Oh, yeah. the musical. Mm. What? Hey, do we still mess with Jennifer Holiday? Yeah. We do? We? Somebody Why asked. Didn't we? <laughs> yes. Oh, we didn't because of the inauguration. Y'all don't remember that? Oh, Holiday. Jennifer Holiday. Not yes. Hudson. No, no, Jennifer Hudson, of course. Yeah, I was like, oh. Remember Jennifer Holiday was going to sing at the inauguration, then Chris and Michelle did it? Yes. But we're cool with both of them, right? They're cool? Both of them? I don't know. I'm asking y'all. Listen, man, Chrisette... I don't know. <laughs> she tried. She but was she like, let her oh, hair go natural. She tried to come back. Five through six, Chris, Chris, dude. She was like, yeah. I loved every feature she did for Nas and Jay Z. Like she had that voice. I was like, mm-hmm. throwback. Yep. And then she used that voice for that motherfucker. And I was so mad and disappointed. I so I don't. I, I don't know. know she anymore. she said she felt bad though. Absolutely. Don't give a fuck. She got she paid. Cast she cast a check. Like I don't give a did fuck. She? Cause she I feel Trump so baby. Did she? Did she? Did she? Did she get paid? I mean, um, all right. <laughs> hey, do you think Get Out should have won Best Picture this year? Yes, it was yes. the best. Hands yes, down. it was the best picture. Thank you very much. Nobody cares about a fish. Okay, let's move on. <laughs> okay, did you somebody, see that movie? Did you see Shape of Water? Twitter, yes, somebody, I saw it. Saw somebody somebody on Twitter called The Shape of Water Grinding Nemo, and I was never the same. <laughs> <laughs> 
That was good. You know, one thing, one thing that I did, I mentioned it on Twitter, but I will bring it up here because I'm still angry about it. When Jordan was called by a host who shall remain nameless, uh, the kid from Comedy Central. He did. Did anybody else hear that? Yes, I did. Did anybody else have a cringe and a heart clench or was it just me? I'm like, why is he a child? He's sitting there with gray hair, like, and a grown ass man. I just think those little microaggressions to me are like, that's the stuff that Get Out made the point about. So in a way, that was perfect irony and proved the whole movie's point. That was the, I would have voted for Obama a third term, kind of like, just trying to be funny, but really it's a a dig. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I mean, you work for this man, right? Or with this man. What, did he have anything to say about it? No, no, he, 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 it's all love, you know what I mean? I'm, I think he's Jordan a, sees how yeah. it's bigger than him. He's a you know of course, I mean? of course. And, um, he's know, not petty is what you're saying, yeah, like yeah. me. Yeah, no, definitely not petty. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know, My face, if that would have happened, that <laughs> no, would have been awful. Just, just glad that he actually won something, you know what I mean? Like, we really was going to be salty if, like, nothing came from that. Yeah. And, yeah. and I also love that it was screenplay because uh, it was an original idea. Yes. yes. Let me yeah. say, as the Oscar So White Lady, that one was most important to me over <laughs> all the other ones. And let's also talk about the fact that just the day before that, he won yes. both Best Feature and Best Director at the Independence. Yes. 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 Right. yes. Right. And That's amazing. amazing. So can you call yourself the Lady of Oscar So White because know. if otherwise it, there's white lady in there and it, <laughs> <laughs> Oscar So White Lady that's hilarious <laughs> the lady of Oscar So White you, that's fucking Dame funny. Dame yeah. Oscar So White Dame Oscar Ooh, that's Dame. better I like that like too a fascinator yes Yes, I like, okay, you're the dame now. Um, And shout out to April for starting that entire movement, by the way, and keeping that going. It has made such a difference. We have a long way to go, but mm-hmm. but it has made. I think just like we like you said earlier, representation matters and awareness matters. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is what you were trying to say about. I think Get Out is like white people were actually like, oh, maybe it is terrible to be black in this country yeah. mm-hmm. <laughs> for reasons that we don't even realize because we're you know mm-hmm. yeah. not consciously. That's the tricky thing about racism today, right? Like it's not well, although except for the tiki torch folks, it's not it's not as overt, right? Right. Yeah. Does that make it tricky? Is it hard to tell? Like, do you ever find somebody and you're like, was that racist? Or do you always know? No, I know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking feel that shit. What like, you did with that, like yeah. that, that Comedy Central, you know, thing you heard. Like, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, you feel it. You just kind of just know. I'm from Maryland. <laughs> right. <laughs> you feel that shit sometimes. You go, mm-hmm. That doesn't feel good. Right. You just, you just feel it in your black heart. What do you do? <laughs> <laughs> my heart's black, not because of my race, because my lack of empathy. Do you? <laughs> <laughs> do you <laughs> like do you have like a like you know what the, you know what we should do this is good so panel full of black folks when you feel something racist what gets hot in your body my fists for me your fists my ears <laughs> my ears get hot like purple hot my and face. I just I your face faced. okay you get purple ears I get purple ears mm-hmm. purple ears are red the color purple <laughs> racism, racism ears. I'm like an elf. I can just like. <laughs> no, but yeah, my ears get really hot. Mm. You know what I mean? It's like a physical reaction. I think it's important for non-black people to know that, like, when you do racist shit, like, we have a physical, biological response. It's just not like, like, oh, I don't like that. It's like there's a thing that happens. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. You know that I think yeah. other people don't experience if they're not some sort of, you know, right. different other. I start singing the Wiz songs. <laughs> 
yes. The Wiz songs are great. Just some of the dialogue. Oh my needs god, a little it's help. about to get better. I'm working on it. Yes, <laughs> y'all think she's joking. She's I'm, not. I'm not joking. She is not joking, and I am living. <clears throat> when I think of home, I think mm. of a place. Just auditioning. Is that good? No. All right, yes. let's move on. You're in. Um. <laughs> Listen, all right, here we go. Uh-oh. So we mobilized for Black Panther. Yes. We mobilized for Wrinkle in Time. Yes. I personally sent half a theater worth of kids to go see it. Uh, you should do it. Not, oh, it's not too late. It's not too late. Yeah. Wrinkle Challenge, by the way. Quest Love Challenge me. Color of Change is doing it. Shout out to Color of Change. I'll give you the info. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you can just put it 10 bucks. There's lots of them, yeah, right? Yeah, there's I a bunch say, of there's them. There's a young girl named Taylor who is yes. Taylor Richardson's 14 years old and is working on a Wrinkle yes. in Time Challenge. She wants yep. to send 100,000 girls, so it is not too late. Um, I, I partnered with Fred Joseph, who is the leader of the Black Panther Challenge. Yeah. Um, and we said we were going to send like up to 10 girls. Fandango hit us up and said we'll double it like wow yes so it is not too late yes great i love it i love it so but we mobilize for all these movies get out and the like why what about i mean taraji henson just had a movie come out Mm. acrimony no not acrimony proud mary yeah oh i saw it hey no and this is not like a knock session i'm just like well Regardless, right? Like, why don't we get behind the movies? We'll, we'll hear from you in a moment. Why do we get behind these movies before we've even seen them? Like, we didn't know what Black Panther was going to be. We didn't know what Proud Mary was going to be. Why didn't we go? Right. Um, go I didn't. There okay. weren't enough trailers. I didn't see it. I okay. Didn't know so lack it. lack of advertising. I didn't. I didn't know when it was coming out. Okay. Also, I watch. You know, I watch on TV enough. But you you knew about Acrimony, so maybe they have more There's marketing. There's a big for billboard that. in front of my house for Acrimony. <laughs> <laughs> I think, but I think that's the point. It, it's not about the actor or the actress. It's about how the studio promotes and markets the film. Right. And very often they do a really poor job. I mean, I saw I, and I saw Proud Mary, and I was pumping it up. Um, but I saw so many people say. I've seen a trailer, but I don't know what it's about, and, right. I and I don't know when it's coming out, and so I'm gonna pass. Yeah, and right. that stinks because there's something about having a strong black woman in this badass assassin mm-hmm. character, which we don't see. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, for black folks and for all marginalized communities, everything is put on that one film, that one TV right. show. And so the fact that that didn't do well, it's going to be harder for the next one. And right. it's unfortunate because white folks are never put up to that standard. I right. mean, you know, oh, to have the confidence of a mediocre white man. Right? <laughs> because they always fail forward. Right. But we are we are forced to hold up the entire community. And I'm and again, we is all marginalized communities. We are, the LGBT plus everybody is forced to hold up everybody Everybody, and that's just unfair. Yes, right. Well, and also the poster didn't have a release date on it. Like, right. Oh, that's I not helpful. That. Yeah. That's thought, not helpful. I thought it was a comic book. I didn't yeah. know what that was. <laughs> it just said coming soon. Yeah. Um, and also, yo, it, are you serious? Yeah, didn't even have a release date. It just said coming soon. Um, and I think that's the thing so, that they do so for rating purposes, just put the date so that they can. I, 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 don't, I don't know. Or I think may, well, sometimes they juggle the dates because they don't want to compete with bigger yeah. movies. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was one thing. But also, it didn't have a black director. Um, Maybe you know, is it about supporting like talent? You know what I mean? Like, because that's a tricky thing too. For me, I the think, only when a movie gets a I must see this, it's 
it's directly related to the amount of black people in it. Word. You know what I mean? Word. Fucking black Panther. Everybody's black. So blackity black. I must see it, you know? Right. And then it's down to, okay, just the main character is black. Yeah. Uh, or my favorite person is the secondary character. And then, you know. Yeah. So you've seen every movie that has a full cast of black people in it. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, with... Uh, with, with she, like, I see Amber as like a film reviewer and she's like, are they black? Nope, not reviewing it. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, but we pay you to review these you have to mm. watch no. these movies. Okay, okay well, I have a right. review. It was white. <laughs> <laughs> and why is that? Do you think because you can't relate to the experiences because you can't root for them? Like, what is it? No. Because I know I mean, that you know white people. This is my theory. <laughs> Black people are starving and we will take almost anything. Like, all I want is to see Black people to the degree that I see white people. You right. Know? Mm-hmm. I want to go home and I want to turn on a friggin' black movie that I don't adore, you know, because it exists, but there right. aren't any. There's so few black movies that every black movie is my favorite. And that's crap. <laughs> I want a black movie to come out and I want to be able to be like, that was garbage. That's right. what I want. I right. That would so be progress smart. for us to publicly say things like that. No, yeah. Which but, I kind of said about The Wiz, but not. I was not saying it was garbage. <laughs> just to be clear, I was not saying The Wiz is garbage. The Wiz is fantastic, but there are a couple of scenes, I just keep repeating, that will not win any awards. Just a few dialogue problems. The crows aren't... The this costumes all, for the crows were not believable. This is all uh, past tense because this new version is going to be better. Better than ever. Thank you. I promise. It's going to be CGI crows, right? Right. It's going to be on stage. Mm-hmm. Oh. So there will be strings on them motherfuckers. What does he say? <laughs> what he's saying? Teeny. What is he saying? Teeny. Teeny is the name of his ex-wife. Oh, that's right. A teeny. The Tin Man had an ex-wife. It was just too many real people problems in it for me. Teeny. I'm just kidding. I love the Wiz. I'm just trying to be controversial. Okay. saying something else. No, it wasn't Titty. I swear to God, my whole, I was a little kid when it came out, and me and my brother was Titty. 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 <laughs> and my mom would smack us all the time. <laughs> it's Teeny. It's Teeny. All right. Huh. All right, so, I mean. The more you know. So, I think there's a lot of, it's, no, it's really important that we clear, I'm glad that we cleared that up for you. Teach his own. To each, uh, each one, teach one, about mm. when titties are said in movies. All right, listen. <laughs> There's a new documentary coming out. New documentary coming to Netflix by one Rachel no, Dolezal. No, no, no. <laughs> let her finish. Yeah, let me finish. <laughs> You're going to see it, right? <laughs> We're, are we supporting? <laughs> are we supporting Rachel Dolezal? I can't even get the words out. Look, what I said on Twitter still holds true. I was like, okay, we need to like let her go. It's the same with Omarosa. I'm not giving her any more air on my show. And I kept saying this, right? Like, I'm not going to do this. But I came up with a solution. If we stop selling her 3C hair, which is the curly black people hair she uses, she cannot continue this cosplay. And she will go away. Think about it. The only key to her costume is the black people hair. I was very upset she wasn't the villain in Black Panther. (laughs) Hashtag banned from bundles. That's all I'm saying. (laughs) 
We can't let this continue. Uh, but no, but do you feel any kind of way with, I know Netflix came out and said, look, we did not pay her. We're just airing the shit. Like Netflix yeah, right. was they very know, clear. They know what the fuck they doing. But yeah, no, Netflix has 800 new projects this year. So this one, they were very clear. Like instantly they were like, we didn't pay her shit. Like, don't get it twisted. We didn't pay her shit. And then hours later they were like, hey, but guess what we did do? The Obamas have a deal with Netflix. So don't be mad at us. And we paying them. So Mo- Monique must be so mad. Is she? That was the question. Is she mad though? She because Rachel be Dolezal didn't get any money. They could put a free Monique thing up there. I'm sure Netflix would air it. Hey, and plot twist, the Rachel uh, doc has a black director, Roger Ross Williams. Here we go. Is Oscar nominated. Here we go. Now what? I think that's good, though. But that's good, though. I'm just... There are black people in the movie Her Kids. Yeah. Yeah. (gasps) Oh, yeah. I never watched that clip of him being Yeah. Oh, he was very mad. He was like, Mom, you can't keep doing this. It's going to come back. Oh, God, Mom. Oh, so embarrassing. He just looks very hurt. I would love to act like I'm not going to watch it, but I'm going to watch it. <laughs> <laughs> watch it too. Sorry, I'm, I'm very what? curious. I'm very <laughs> curious too. Yeah? yeah. You think I you'll watch know. it? Mm, maybe half of it. Yeah. Nah, I don't know. Uh, but I'm very Just curious. for the train wreck? Yes. I mm. think so. It seems intriguing to me. I don't know why. Why not? So, so when I tweeted this, right, so this, so, so my tweet about her hair, which was half joke, but also a serious solution. I'm the only one out here presenting solutions to this problem. Let's be clear. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> Thank you. Everybody else is just arguing if it's okay. I'm trying to, you know, take action steps, put plans in place. That's what I do. Um, but, <laughs> but. A lot of people were in the mentions, you know, arguing back and forth. And I know we we can move on from this discussion. But final word, is there a such thing as transracial? Can people choose their race? I say, fuck no. Because the thing is, at the end of the day, you can paint makeup on your face, but you can wipe it off and go live your white life. I don't know. Sammy Sosa's... Oh, boy, Sammy Sosa. Is he black? Sammy Sosa's (laughs) an entire Neapolitan box of ice cream. Yeah. He's going through... No, he's just vanilla now. But he Uh, went through all those stages, yeah. I don't know. No. Is like, he black? Is he still black? Was he ever does black? Does he want to be? No, does he want to be? He was Latinx. I mean, he was Afro-Latinx, right? right? And and now he is powder. So right, he's transparent. Remember that movie? No, nobody. Yes. All right, yeah. it's a good movie. Terrible. Oh, it's terrible. <laughs> I thought powder was pretty good. Oh, well, she's she's re- she's writing the new one. <laughs> she's writing, she's the, new writing the new one, starring Sammy Sosa. <laughs> Dialogue is going to be outstanding. <laughs> the songs, though. The songs. The songs. Rachel Dolezal, uh, have a nice life. Just take the hair off. That's all I'm asking. Take the hair off. Live your life as the blonde woman that you were born to be and be just leave your black She's sons alone. She's excellent at doing hair. She does her own hair. She does? Yeah, no. It's nice. No, what you don't understand is she be teaching black studies and like she has a beauty salon in her house. She does black hair. Well, she braids, she micro braids, she need, twists. Need more stylists, you know. <laughs> you gonna let her twist you up? Nah, not her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, you guys, uh, we are in Austin. We are at South by Southwest, as a reminder. Um, so, you know, I don't know. South by Southwest is not the blackest of venues. Although tonight, there's a lot of black this people in here. Thank you very much. We have them all. We have them all. <laughs> Shout out to black people and honorary black people who joined us tonight. Um, if you body roll with me once, you can be in the club for five minutes. Um, so, <laughs> right? That's a good deal. Five's good. Five minutes of fun. All you got to do is body roll, but you got to do it on beat. Ha! It was a trick. It was a trick. Okay. <laughs> Sammy Sosa walks up. Sammy Sosa. 
Does that? No, I'm not going to do a Sammy Sosa impression. Don't do it. No, Accent's going to be offensive. Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> we're, so we're going to play this game. Only in Austin. This city's motto is keep Austin weird, right? Yeah. So what is the weirdest thing you have seen in your time in Austin? I know we all just kind of got here, but I'll tell you the weirdest thing I saw. Mm -hmm. It was 12 white dudes uh, biking on the the bike thing they, so it's like a it's like a car a beer bicycle yeah it's like a beer bicycle and there's a keg on the front now that wasn't the weird part the weird part was that we a car full of black girls we drove by them rolled down the window and we go woohoo and they were like woohoo oh. and they were just they looked and then they just all go yeah woohoo but they looked like frightened for a second they looked like wait what wait are, is this an ironic woo? Are they like, hey, like you know, they didn't know what to make of us. Mm. I don't know. It was weird. I'm not saying it was racism. I'm just saying we threw them off. That's all. Mm. That was the weirdest thing that happened to me. That sounds like racism. I don't know. I think they just were like, I wasn't expecting to see six black women in a car. That sounds at, like at South racism. by Southwest. That still is it? Like but it, no, because if you're at, if you're at uh, Spellhouse Homecoming and a car full of white dudes come up like, woohoo, you're gonna be like, huh, that's interesting, right? Just environmental. Uh, why am I making excuses? <laughs> environmental. environmental racism. <laughs> that is a thing. That is a thing. We, just, we just did a piece on that uh, on the rundown oh, where we right? talked about pollution and how yeah. black people are six times more likely to die from pollution because yeah, of where we live. Where we live. Environmental racism. That's true. Yeah. Facts. All right. So what's the weirdest thing you saw, Jermaine? Me? Yeah. I, I guess uh, I saw a homeless guy uh, yell at his puppy uh, for not eating grass. Mm. Mm. No, that makes sense. Amber? That's so weird. <laughs> um, the weirdest thing I have seen here, I honestly haven't been here that long. I didn't see anything that weird. Okay. I went into Ready Player One. Oh, yeah. I, Did you do uh, the oh, virtual what? reality? Yes, with yeah. my friend. And Was it I, cool? I didn't go. You went in better than the trailer because the trailer. Uh-oh. All we did was go to the virtual reality experience. Okay. okay. It was amazing. <laughs> I had never done anything right. like that oh. before. And I was like, I'll do this. I'm sure it's fine. Two minutes into it, I'm, uh, you know, wildly <laughs> um, flailing my arms about, trying to smack <laughs> balls. punching babies. It's fine. <laughs> Wait a minute. What uh, kind of game is this? Ball smack. <laughs> oh, ball smack. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ball smack. <laughs> but five minutes in, the lady touched me on the shoulder to be like, Did All you right, jump? I jumped. Oh my I God. I believe I was an oh earthling my God. from planet Earth. Yeah. I had forgotten what yeah. life was. I did virtual reality one time, and as soon as I got in, there was like a chessboard floor, yeah. and they just, they said, okay, now take two steps, and then they dropped out the floor. When I tell you I had to pinch my bladder to not pee on myself, <laughs> I was like, Wah! Like, I, never again. I have you know, no you interest. Know, you know, I have no me, interest. You know what would be dope? If they did like a virtual reality game of the movie Set It Off, man. Oh, be, I like that. Bring back old movies and shit. That'd right. be fucking, yo. And you just get to be a character in the movie. Yeah, I'd be Queen Latifah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That means you'd yeah. have to die. She died in the end of that movie. Yeah, but she died so gangster though. She man. did, but you know what? She After that movie. Yeah. After that movie, she put a writer in all her contracts that she cannot die in a movie because she always wants to be in the sequel. Did you know that? Fun fact. Smart, Fun man. Hollywood fact. That's interesting. <laughs> yep. She has that in all her contracts. Any movie she's in, she cannot die. That's cool. Yeah. So, you know. All right, um, guys, we're going to play the, our favorite game here on the Random Podcast. Who's invited to the cookout? We kind of started this earlier. <laughs> um, everybody, we'll just go really fast down the line. Who's invited to the cookout? Um, I'll just give one of you each a person. Okay, Amber. Uh, ben Carson, is he invited to the cookout? No, he's not invited to the cookout. But he's the secretary of HUD. No, he sucks. 
Ben Carson last week said running HUD is harder than brain surgery, which should be alarming to everyone in this country. <laughs> he also spent $31,000 of our money on a dining room set yeah, he did. for his office. Yes, he did. Uh, I cannot. Uh, he is not coming to the cookout. Okay, Matthew Cherry yeah. is Daniel Kaluuya. Is he invited to the cookout? Yeah, him and his foundation. Okay, <laughs> bring it, share it with all of us. All right, April. Oh, that one's too easy. Okay. Okay. Michael B. Jordan as Killmonger. Oh. Damn. <laughs> and as Killmonger, uh, spoiler alert, whatever, if you didn't see it, that's, you, that's on you. If you haven't seen Black Panther by now, right. I don't care. Exactly, and you exactly. Jesus. So, so, yes, amen. So, so, Michael B. Jordan as Killmonger while we still think T'Challa's dead. Oh, so he's on the throne. He's on the throne. That Killmonger. Can he come to the cookout? Okay, listen. I'm gonna make my yes or no, April. <laughs> no, but I'm gonna make him a plate with some aluminum foil and take it to him outside. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not mad. I'm not mad. Hey, fix me a plate. I'm not mad. <laughs> fix not fix mad. a nigga a plate, baby. I'll be out here. <laughs> he can't sit at the stage. Right. I'm still gonna give him. You gonna slide him a plate? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm with you. I like any man with a little swoop bang. I'm into it. All right. Uh, Stormy Daniels. Stormy Daniels. Can she come to the cookout? If she's if the reason. She, yeah. Trump yes. gets impeached. If she's yeah. the reason why yeah. uh, Trump gets impeached, she coming. Yeah, okay. she can come. Can she, she bring any food? Nah, no. I want her hands over the food. <laughs> no. Oh, no, she, does, she, got, she got cutlery and napkins. That's yeah, it. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. All right. You got to keep it real. It's good. Uh, Ava DuVernay. Queen of the cookout, in my opinion. Anybody else? Anybody want to dispute it? No, thank you very much. Uh, Stacey Dash, running for Congress in Compton. Can she come to the cookout? Well, I grew up, she says no. I grew up in a family where even if you disagree with certain people in the fucking family, you had to invite them to the fucking cookout. Let me give you this piece of information. Yeah, but look at the trauma that you're experiencing just saying that right now. <laughs> she, don't, she don't need to go. She said last week that neo-Nazis should get more sympathy. Oh, man. Still invited? <sighs> <laughs> How hungry is she? Is she really hungry? <laughs> she also said that there should be no BET awards, no black people anything. There should be no, you know, like nothing that. with the word black in it. And then she ain't black. <laughs> then no. Right. I guess nah. Right. What? He said she's not black. I was like, oh, you can't. Rachel Dolezal is not determining who's black. Well, I just was saying you can change your race then. Oh, oh, oh no. Oh, You're, You're a Rachel Dolezal sympathizer, Amber Ruffin. <laughs> but I am watching that documentary. <laughs> <laughs> well, report back to us because we're not. All right. Because <laughs> we're not. Also, we're not. We're really not. shout out to Roy Wood Jr. who bought yes. one of her calendars and sent it to me at my office. He's here. <laughs> he is here, but we were counter-programmed. The Daily Show also has an event <laughs> at this exact time. <laughs> they were like, oh, fuck it. Roy's not coming. We're out. <laughs> All right. Uh, All right, you guys. I think it's time for Q&A. Is it not? Okay. Hi. Hey. My name is Tribble. I'm from Chicago. Yeah, shy town. Hey. So last year I met a um, young man named Cody who actually writes for The Rundown. Cody Wilkins. I love him. Yeah. And uh, I told him I want to be the first black woman nightly show host on network television. Thanks for stealing my job. I'm not the first. I'm the fourth.
fourth, Monique, Whoopi, and Wanda. Oh, you're right. Yeah. Um, Gotta know your history if you want to do the Jimmy job. I want Jimmy Fallon's job. You know what I'm saying? You want to do whose job? I want Jimmy Fallon's job. I'm talking okay. about that. Well, why you, you disrespecting know? my job? Like, I'm well, you Jimmy Fallon's job. <laughs> See, you, you twisted my words now. I'm going to try to ask you. Gotta be ready. You gotta be ready. My question now. <laughs> um, but what I want to know, and for you and for Amber, um, how what was your path to where you are now? Like, where did you start and how did you get to the shows that you're on? We have very similar paths. Yeah. We were together for part of our paths. Yeah. Go for it. Uh, I started at uh, uh, I.O. in Chicago as an improv theater. Um, then I did uh, improv in, it, uh, in Amsterdam what? at Boom Chicago. <laughs> <laughs> then I did improv at Second City Denver. Then I went back to Denver and did Second City Main Stage. Um, and then I went back to Boom Chicago and did Boom Chicago again. Lots of sketch and improv. Let's fast forward. Sketch and improv. <laughs> and then I moved to L.A. for two years yep. and died. And then You did not job. die because we did an amazing improv show together. But anyway. Um, yes, but... It was the only light. It was the only light. Uh, yeah, I had a similar path. I went to Northwestern University where I started a sketch group, got scouted by Second City, Chicago. Yep. Uh, went through Second City, took a one-woman show out to L.A. Wrote, I wrote for stand-ups for years while I was doing sketch comedy and sitcoms, and I've always been a performer as well. Then, uh, you know, got the nightly show and then, and then created my own show. So the theme, it sounds like, is... Improv and sketch. Right. In Chicago. the comedian and being able to think on your feet yep. and being able to roll yep. with it. And yeah. that's why all of us are, right? Three of the late night hosts now, me, Seth Meyers, and Stephen Colbert, all went to Northwestern and Second City. Oh, so, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm on the so cover of Northwestern Magazine with them this month. But anyway, I do stand up and I, I have Dope. taken classes at Second City. I've done a little yeah. bit of improv. You're on the right path. Um, but if you know somebody at Second City that's giving out some money because some classes is What expensive. does that mean? Oh, oh, actually, they have, they have diversity. Yes, programs. we will talk yeah. to you. Yeah. We can get you hooked up, actually. Yes. Thank you. Yes. Sure. That's actually something I can do. Oh, yeah. Man. Um, <laughs> Break a yeah. leg. Yeah. But listen, it doesn't happen overnight. I know we look 12 years old, but we've been in this game for many, many years. <laughs> So you got to keep grinding and you need to write. You need to write all your own material. You need to learn to write sketch. You need to learn to write, how to write monologues. You need to perfect jokes. And you need to know your history, who's been late night host. But you also need to know how every late night host makes a joke. If you give me one subject, I can tell you how every late night host will do a joke on it. What the joke will be, what the style will be. Because I know my competition, but I also knew the road before I got here. So wow. study. Ooh, study. Ooh, that, was, that was beautiful. Yeah. Look at <laughs> Hi. Hello, everybody. Um, as a woman of color who grew up in Pakistan, I've never experienced racism in my life. Uh, Is that a joke? No. What do you mean? Never. In, in Why? Because it's so homogenous? Yeah, it's, we're all different colors in Pakistan, so we don't oh. have race. My dad is black. Right. It is a very American construct. Yeah. You're missing out. It's, it's amazing. <laughs> So, Wait, but your dad is black from where? No, no, he looks black. Oh, he looks black. <clears throat> My mom is white, but they're right. the same race. Oh, it's, I understand. It's up, but we so don't have racism. Colorism is a thing. Yeah, colorism is a thing, but not racism. But when oh. I came to the U.S. for university, I have the, the color for protection because I look white. So I've never faced racism in my life. Right. But what was that accent? They, they don't. Not in the U.S. They don't care. Canada, oh, hell yes, they have a problem. But, <laughs> wow. But U.S. never. But what was interesting was. Have you been to the South? Yes, really. North Carolina, small town. Okay, like, all right. Girl, what are you? you? I said, I'm, I'm Pakistani. They're like, oh, wow, no problems. That's but awesome. What was weird for me was uh, coming from not, not understanding race was 
black people are so funny in the yeah. 90s. I was like, <laughs> white people are not funny. That's not true. So, no, you don't funny. find them funny. But Different types of humor. Was, I know, that's racist. You learned racism. No. <laughs> <laughs> she picked it up in the South. Like, she got it from somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> you learned racism. <laughs> she, she tried to pull the hokey you know. She tried to set it up. I've never heard of racism. White people are not funny. That was compared, great. Compared to black people, honestly, my experience yeah. was black people are really funny. That's true. So, do you think by now you guys have won? <laughs> <laughs> what did we win? That is such a funny question. Who's your favorite question. black comedian? That's what I want to know. Oh, stop it. No, but for real. Okay, all right. Well, there you go. Um, she pointed to me and Amber, or I'm a little farsighted, so she might have pointed to Jermaine. I'm not sure, no. but I'm taking it. I'm taking it. No, I think I think it's just a matter of taste. I think there are plenty of white people who do not find any of us up here funny. So you know, I think I think it's just a matter of taste. I think you you just you know you gravitate more towards our kind of humor, which welcome as you should. Mm-hmm. I don't know. What do you guys think? I mean, I said I'm my favorite. Stuck on the question. <laughs> do you have pretty any amazing. That's amazing a pretty amazing story. question. Should, That's amazing, a great story. It's an amazing story. We have one. Yeah, no, we have definitely not one. <laughs> Black Panther won. Say <laughs> that much. I'm, I mean, we're all still waiting for our forty acres and a mule. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean. The, the, we don't have any equity. There, there, yeah. at, the, I created Oscar So White because of the lack of diversity and inclusion yeah. and equity in the entertainment industry. So what is it that you think we have won? No, no, she didn't say uh, we did. Comedy. She just asked. No, just right. Comedy. Just the comedy side. Uh, no, because, because, because Monique, Monique will yeah. tell you. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. there, there are too many examples of yeah. the lack of equity yeah. with respect to black comedians and white comedians or comedians of color and white comedians that you can't say that. You know what I think it is? In comedy, like music and like everything else, where black people are the are pioneers, everybody loves the style, but they don't want to love the people. So everybody pulls on, they pull from those things. I mean, you look at some of these, you know, there are definitely white comedians on the circuit. If Jermaine wants to name them, he can. Uh, <laughs> who definitely come out on stage and they're like, I know that's right, girl. You know, they employ a lot of these like, quote unquote, black kind of tropes to to use it uh, to laugh at us, not with us. Do you know what I'm saying? Yes, ma'am. Do you want to call anybody out or no? Not so much? No, I'm good. Okay, good. <laughs> yeah, fucking. Uh, but I will say, uh, you know, I'm on this sitcom on CBS and it's the only like black, like multicam comedy on that, yeah. on that network. Yep. And uh, I don't feel like I've won anything because I, I feel like I, I feel alone. <laughs> like, yeah. I feel like there's not... I, I think a lot of us do. Word, man. So like, I don't think I won anything. It, I won't feel like I won anything until like there's more. Yep. Yeah. That's right. We are kind of each of us a little bit alone. Absolutely. Ain't no kind of. Yeah. <laughs> no, when we leave this table, we'll all be alone. Right. And I'm the one that's the least yeah. alone because I hired so many black people. Right. But I'm the only one on television. I'm the only black woman host, right? Uh-huh. Until Amber finally gets her freaking show, please, God. Hurry up. But um, I'm trying, I'm trying to, I'm like, and listen, she knows, whatever. I want more of us. People are like, oh, what's it going to feel like when there's another black woman late night? I'm like, heaven? There is no competition. I'm like, I'm trying to produce other black women late night shows. Let there be another one. Please. Yes, yes. And they'll program us right against each other, but that's okay. Hi, thank you guys for doing this. This was really great. Thanks for coming. My name is Ashley Dior Thomas. Um, Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Ashley Dior, first name, last name Thomas. (laughs) Um, I live in D.C. um, Oh, what up? Hey. (laughs) How you doing? um, But I'm originally from California, Mm -hmm. so... 
interesting that she talked about um, racism and colorism. Growing up in California, of course, diverse, multi-diverse. Moving to D.C. almost nine years ago now, it's a lot of deep south roofs, lots things going on. Yeah. But as a, I consider myself a mid-millennial, as far as support, especially on social media with mm. different projects that millennials are mm. doing, how can, I don't know, what's, what's 40 years? Is it Gen Y? I don't know. I'm 18. I don't know. Okay, but it know. seems like they're they're more supportive between 40s and millennials, and say like my parents, baby boomers, and then 40s. So what is the what do you think has happened where they're supporting? You know what I mean? Like the I 50s, don't. There's so much math in this question. No, I'm very baby confused. boomers and and when people came under X? baby boomers, 40 year olds, and now and millennials are are working together in strategic partnerships. So what do you think happened where they're like forced to, in a good way, to partner and work together? Social media. Social yeah. media is literally. You think that's really the only? Thing? I grew up and uh, I'm born '88, so I was I was you know grew up before there was the internet. Right. And I you know I was Me in too. between. You know what I mean? Like I still knew what Oregon time Trail. Was I remember. About yeah. Cartoons that came. <laughs> Oregon Trail, shout yeah, out to Oregon right, Trail. Right, right. Floppy disk, what up? That's why I say mid, because it's like pre-internet. Pro- it's That's like what it is. So yeah, eighty-eight okay. to like yeah. about. You know, I'm a millennial, right? Um, yeah, yeah, you right? are. I don't know any of these. Terms. I don't know. I don't know when it stops or <laughs> begins, but I do know that you know <laughs> my father's like forty-seven. He's young. Damn! Oh, I know. Yes. Wait a minute. Yeah, yeah. So I still feel like. Oh, what is he single? He's still married or what? He just got remarried. Oh, okay. So okay. I'm sorry. He's a handsome dude. So, yeah. Shout out, Mr. Fowler. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Saying I like a little older man. <laughs> but I still like. Why did I really I just put myself out there for his father? Just on my who I've never seen. All the way out. His wife. The thirst. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> you nasty, Rob. Uh, <laughs> He's a married man. <laughs> I just he gonna tweet me later, but go ahead. Oh yeah. Stop bragging about your sexy father. And then I didn't mean it. And that answer the question. I didn't word it like what's that. It was implied. What's it? What's his ad though? What's, what's his ad? <laughs> 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 Here's an IG. I love that we will I never answer this question. <laughs> we will only talk about your father. Let's go to the next question. Yeah, we got next it. Next question. <laughs> Social media was the answer. Yeah. <laughs> No, you, you have a point, man. I just feel like I, my father's in his 40s, and I feel like sort of connected to him, like on a social level. You know what I mean? So I think that you know that kind of bridges. It's not a long bridge or anything. You know no, what I mean? that's so. a short walk. <laughs> 47. To his bedroom. Could you in the other? Hey, up top. We got a question. <laughs> Hey everyone, thank you so much. This has been a great, great show. My name is Uchenna Osai, founder of UC Logic yes. and uh, assistant professor at Dell Medical School. Hi. Yes, all the credits. <laughs> and I, I just wanted to get your opinion. So, th- I went to your, the talk earlier this morning, April. We're talking about black excellence, and it was amazing. And I wanted your advice for everyone, really, for those of us in leadership positions, executive leader positions, as women of color, where we're around spaces where black excellence is expected and anything short of that, we are letting our entire race down. Mm. Especially Mm. working in spaces where there's a lot of white fragility wrapped in well intentions Mm. or good intentions. Right. So I would just love to hear what you guys think about that, how people can navigate those waters. Sorry for the serious question. No, 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 you you said uh, how white intentions uh, don't necessarily, what, uh, say it again? So a lot of, you know, colleagues will be well-intentioned, yes, right? Well-intentioned to hire people and say, oh yeah, but as soon as you say, well, that was actually racist, or yes, that ma'am. expectation of me doing anything short of excellent 
it or, falls short. It falls well, short. It's funny it's you say failure that. or success. Yeah, or nothing it's, in there's no. Yeah, I'll say this. We're I'll, not allowed to be mediocre, which was what you were getting back to. Right. I, I did this uh, comedy show uh, for a Netflix, right? And this is right when um, they picked up. No, they <laughs> uh, they canceled the uh, the, get, the get down. And, oh, uh, it was I love it was that a show. weird yeah it was like a weird feeling I'm like oh damn right so I go to the comedy show and all it's for the execs of the company and they're all white and uh, I was very surprised because you know for me you know diversity on camera that's it's important but like you won't get any real change until right it's behind the camera that's right I hate getting network notes from execs who are you know. Uh, aren't white. don't look like me, mm -hmm. and not, not just white. It's like a lot of people. Like it's it's a lot of folks who I, I did a Black History Month episode for uh, the Shaw one, and I got a lot of I got a lot of notes from a lot of people who ain't black, mm -hmm. and I'm wow. like, it was weird. I'm like, I, I can't listen to you. <laughs> mm -hmm. I don't want to. So just let me do my thing, right? And they did. It was it was cool, but like it, you just you won't see any real change until it's behind the camera. Mm -hmm. When I remember Amy Schumer and uh, what's that Goldie Hawn? Not Goldie Hawn. Uh, Snatch. Yeah. Okay. When when people try to try to be progressive, it sort of backfires. It it's funny because when someone wants to be progressive, usually someone has to suffer. Usually for that movie, it was great. There was two women who were uh, leading that movie. It was fine, but there were a lot of people from South America who were upset right. about how they were depicted in the movie as villains and as like you know kidnappers and rapists and, and like I think people were just sick of that shit because Narcos and all these things on Netflix that just fucking look made them look. And the president came out and announced his campaign and said Mexicans are rapists. Yes, ma'am. Also, yeah. Right. So yes, people have good intentions sometimes, but I think when you have that, you kind of get blinded by your own agenda sometimes, and you sort of just forget about others, you know? Uh, that happens to a lot of people, man. I've just seen it happen in movies lately. I don't mean to air out Amy and them like that, but like, I just got upset when I saw Well, it. it's interesting, right? We look at things and I think, you know, white people live and work in predominantly white spaces, whereas black people, As most of us work in predominantly, well, not me, because I purposely took my show to a black network so I can hire not. a bunch of black people. But um, but most of us have worked in predominantly white spaces, mm -hmm. and we learn to navigate the two, whereas white people don't always have that burden of having to then navigate a space where they feel out of play. Usually when white people want to, like, are they surrounded by black people at work, they want to be there. It's like right. there's this y'all watch uh y'all watch rap battles on YouTube at all? Like y'all watch Smack. <laughs> all right, there's like there's a it's a room full of all black folks. There's always this one guy, this camera guy who's on there, and everyone raps about this dude because he's he's like he sticks out like a fucking sore sore right. thumb. And he loves, he loves it. it. He yeah, loves yeah, that yeah. shit, man. But it's a choice. It's a choice yeah. for him to be there. Most of us, you don't have a choice yeah. what those network executives look like because they're predominantly white. Mm -hmm. So I think, do you guys feel the pressure of being excellent every time or being a failure? Like, do you feel that kind of all or nothing? And how do you navigate that space? So I definitely feel that. And, and to answer your question specifically, I would say get a mentor and get a sponsor. Yeah. And those are two different things. Yeah. So the mentor is the person that you can reach out to who has more experience than you, that you can bounce questions off of and talk about what you want to do next. This And, and they may be a, a different race, a different color, whatever. Uh, I'm sorry, different race, gender, age, whatever. A sponsor is the person that works within 
in your company mm-hmm. or your field mm-hmm. who can be an advocate mm-hmm. for you, who can stand in the gap and use their privilege mm-hmm. that may be based on experience or race or gender or whatever to help you move through that space a little better. Mm-hmm. Very often it's a white male just because that's how the power structure is set up. But if you get yourself a mentor, if you get yourself a sponsor, those people will mm-hmm. help you move through whatever mm-hmm. industry you are a little bit easier. Yeah. That's great. And I always ask questions and like, I'm, I'm on Twitter. You can always hit me up. You know, pretty sure Robin's very nice. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I, I don't respond to anyone. <laughs> she has no empathy. I used to have um, Jordan on Twitter all the time. Like, Jordan, like, like there are people yeah. who are very sweet about that shit. Yeah. Especially nowadays, because we got to be, man. We got to have each other's back. But yeah. also, you yeah. should know that because you feel that pressure, and it's not a new feeling, it's a feeling you felt your whole life, that very feeling prepared you for this uh for this um, necessary excellence that you're already doing. You know what I mean? Like, you are already excellent because that has been expected of you your whole life. It sucks. It should not be expected of you. But, you know, it is, and you have been doing it, and you are excellent. I guarantee it. If you're a black woman and you got all the way here and you <laughs> knew enough to ask yes. this question, yeah. I have no doubt in my mind that you're yeah. already doing it. But you know, April is definitely right. You gotta have people who have your back. Mm-hmm. Matthew. I agree. Matthew doesn't believe in I'm mentors. <laughs> no, Matthew no, no. like, I'm don't, don't talk to nobody. <laughs> no, 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 I, I mean, I, I totally agree. I think that, um, you know, it's, it's interesting, like working at Jordan's company, like like those same things that you say, um, you know, we had a screening of a movie that we're producing um, just a couple of days ago on, on, the, on the lot. And, it was literally me and Jordan were the only yeah. two black people Ugh. in this room and it's like 30 execs in there and it's just like it just makes you wonder like damn is, is this how all our work is getting critiqued and this was like uh, you know it for, makes me wonder how anything even gets made like right. things like Get Out Atlanta <laughs> right. Insecure well Insecure was helped Larry Wilmore helped right. shepherd that at HBO I mean after but it's like these projects could have been made years and years and years ago but they right. always need a shepherd right I have Chris Rock is my executive producer mm-hmm. John Stewart produced The Nightly Show like mm-hmm. on and on and on there's always somebody Yep. who helps kick that door open yep. because at the end of the day, no matter how great you are, it doesn't, I always say this too, it doesn't matter how great you are, it's how great people think you are, right? Mm-hmm. So you, whatever talent you have or whatever talent you have, uh, Cody Wilkins is a great example of somebody who was working and advertising but doing stand-up on the side and I met him, he was one of my mentors a few years ago and I was like, just, just keep going, just keep going and he was like, I have to go back to Chicago because I have to make money, I can't afford to be in New York and the moment I had my show, I called him and I was like, get me a packet. I remembered him and mm-hmm. I and I remembered how special he was. And he had never written for television. Five of my six writers had never written for television. Not just late night, never written for television before. But I knew their work. I mm-hmm. stuck with them. I found them. They were, were not at agencies. They were not in the system. The only writers I got were 98% white men who had worked on other late night shows. And I was like, nope, that's not who's going to be writing for me. <laughs> um, and so, and, and so, you have to be better too when you are in that position, when you've made it and people have said, you are excellent, here's your promotion, here's this, whatever that you've earned. It's our job to carry everybody through that door behind mm-hmm. us. I'm really, yep. some, people don't, some people think I take it too far, but I don't think I take it far enough. I think that if we are not reckless allies for each other, just mm-hmm. like women have to be reckless allies for other women, you know, mm-hmm. disabled folks, like we have to be reckless allies for our tribes. Otherwise, it's just gonna keep, you know, mm-hmm. there's, there's so much we have to break down. Right. You can't do that by yourself. Right. Yeah. Tupac helped Biggie, Biggie helped Jay. Oh, I don't know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
I don't know about that. that. It's true. When he first started. Very that's true. Fun. When they first started. Yeah, that's true. That's the truth. Then it all turned bad. <laughs> that's not their fault. That's Shook's fault. That's Shook's fault. That is Shook's fault. Shook's fault. Uh, hi, uh, Tamela Blaylock, um, out of Washington, D.C. also. Hey! I, thank you all for all that you do and just for giving me life every, well, twice a week, not only the show, but the podcast the day after. Oh, uh, she was talking to me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, big success. Um, I'm on a global board of directors of an aggressively white organization and got them to agree that we're going to have diversity and inclusion as a permanent part of this organization. That's fantastic. Yeah. Great job. Now it's time to make goals. And if you all can help me brainstorm like really aggressive, audacious yep. goals for this 50%. That's what I'm talking about. Why not? About. 50%. Here's the thing. If they don't reach it, they at least got to try. 50%. Here's the other thing. Um, diversity to me is an annoying term, but I get it and I get it why it has to be. For me, it's normalization and it's, an inclu it's inclusion. Um, when I walk down the street, like this room is very diverse. When I walk down the street, I don't just see white dudes. I see all sorts of people at all sorts of levels. Every company, every TV show, every office mm -hmm. needs to look like the world. If it doesn't look like the world, you are not representing the people that you're working for. Um, and so for me, I think you have to make, I use the word reckless and reckless confidence and reckless goals a lot because I feel like you have to push and do something that sounds completely and utterly reckless to even get at a baseline of normalcy. Mm -hmm. But April knows more about this than I do. No, I, I, I just write I, poop I jokes. Think that's right. No. <laughs> <laughs> but, but let's talk about what that 50% looks like, right? Is it 50% people of color? But let's also think about the LGBT plus yep. community. Yep. Let's also make exactly. space for disabled people. Let's yes. also talk about indigenous peoples, right? So it's broader than that. And yep. then let's also talk about pay equity for the women that are already yes. there. Put some transparency in there and then find out what those salaries look like yep. and then make those changes that are for the people that are already working there. Yep. Are we out of time? <laughs> yes, we are. We are out of time. You guys, you have been amazing. Thank you so much. I want to go around the table real quick. You guys, tell us your social handles. Give us your Twitter and uh, anything you want to plug you got coming up. Amber Ruffin, go for it. I think it's Amber M. Ruffin. No, I think it's Amber R. Ruffin, but I'm not sure. No, is Amber it M? M. Ruffin. Oh, is it? Um, uh, up a middle name. What's your middle name? It's not R. <laughs> it's you. Um, it's, uh, I am doing, uh, I'm rewriting The Wiz. Thank That's you. That's real. Yes. And I'm um, going on tour this wait. summer. We're going to make a run at I Broadway. Um, and I'm sorry? Uh, same songs we just got. You can't win. Thank God. Oh, I'm so excited. So same you guys, do you realize how huge what she's telling us is? That is massive. That's cool massive. shit. Yay. Yeah. And all kinds of other shit. But hey, that's what we're focused on right now. You're going to bring the whiz back into my top five. You're going to bring it out of the top 12 and you're going to bring it into the top five. Yes. Yep. No, uh, Matthew A. Cherry on all social media platforms. And um, yeah, check out that Chloe and Hallie video I directed yes, for the Wrinkle in Time so soundtrack. Good. Um, make sure you support Wrinkle in Time this weekend. And um, we also have a show called The Last OG that's premiering yes. on CBS. Tiffany uh, Haddish, yeah, Tiffany the Entertainer. Yep. Uh, Tracy, uh, Tracy, Tracy Morgan's Morgan. uh, big comeback. Ever so. heard of him? Yeah. <laughs> so check that out. Yeah. Me too. Um, I am Rain of April on all social media platforms. R E I G N O F A P R I L. Uh, and my new big thing is Aquarelle, which is a multicultural media resource yes! directory. So for people on both sides of the camera, both sides of the curtain, and media outlets, Hollywood will never be able to say Bless again, you. we want to work with this so so called Bless marginalized community. We just can't find them. Right. We're providing the solution to Oscar. So it's White. a massive database of all the people at every part of the entertainment industry. It's fascinating. 
Jermaine Fowler. Hey, what's up? <laughs> uh, so don't worry about social media. I just quit Instagram and Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to tag you today. I was like, who is this white Jermaine Fowler? <laughs> this is a white Jermaine Fowler? Oh, there's several. Damn. All right, well, that's him. Uh, so I, I'm in a movie called Sorry to Bother You with Tessa Thompson and uh, Keith Stanfield and Danny Lucy. Glover and Stephen Young. Yeah, man. Yeah. Boots Raleigh directed it. Uh, yeah, it's uh, tomorrow. Two great reviews, right? Yeah, it's really, it's doing very well. And um, it premieres, uh, there's a screening tomorrow uh, here at South By. So be on the lookout for that if y'all want to yeah. come. Yeah. And uh, it, uh, it, it it gets released in the theaters in July, I believe. Yes, so, it is. <laughs> and he's on Superior Donuts on CBS. I am on Superior Donuts on CBS. Comes on Mondays at 9 p.m. So there you go. Guys. Appreciate it. Uh, I am your host, Robin Thede. I am the host of The Rundown on BET. We can be followed at The Rundown BET. It's that simple. Uh, did I say I'm the host of The Rundown BET? I'm tired. I'm the host of The Rundown with Robin Thede, but our Twitter and IG is The Rundown BET. Facebook is The Rundown with Robin Thede. Uh, you guys now know how to properly pronounce my last name. If somebody says Thede, you can say I do not know her because that is not my last name. Uh, watch us live every Thursday at 11 p.m. on BET. Tell your friends. Live tweet with us using the hashtag uh, The Rundown BET. Everything's The Rundown BET. It's super easy. Um, and anybody can watch BET. I know people think they have to show their skin color to get a password to get in, but you don't. Podcast is The ran down you can catch it on any well you've already caught it because you're listening to it uh but for people live here you can catch it on itunes ipodcast apple Podcasts, uh, soundcloud i don't know what it is um <laughs> just anywhere you get your podcast guys and we have some really special things coming up uh on the show so i encourage you to watch we're gonna have a lot of fun lots of new crazy things happening um and until then you guys no matter what color you are stay black Yay. all right shout out to stormy daniels <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah, tell your dad to call me. He's married. I don't care. Hey.